Charlemagne the God of the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook, they're, you know, they're listening to the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Good morning. Now, listen, collectively, as a family, right? I'm Uncle Charlotte. What we talking about? Cousin Envy, cousin Angela Yee. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We have a cousin. Coming in this morning as well. Oh, okay. A couple cousins. Couple cousins. Uh, our, our cousin Jasmine Sanders. Yes. And our other, other cousin D.L. Hughley. D.L. Hughley. Yes. Now, let me tell y'all something now. <laughs> y'all know when cousin D.L. Hughley. He's never been. He's never been over before. He's been over, but y'all never heard him over. If you know what, what I you mean. mean? Meaning that we, t- I talk to him a yeah, lot. Yeah, we you speak know what I'm to saying? Him. But he's never been on actually the on the Breakfast Club, yeah. Correct. Cousin DL drinks heavily now. And when he drinks heavily, he says what he wants to say. Y'all and just need to know that. And he doesn't drink your normal drink. He doesn't drink your vodka, your tequila. Well, bourbon's pretty normal. That's pretty normal for, for I actually for got him a bottle of bourbon. Bourbon, yeah. Bourbon. I actually had DL Hughley on lip service. It was one of our most entertaining interviews. He's an, I inter- heard. He's an entertaining Ever. individual. Not only is he an entertaining individual, he's very smart. I like to call it a... Uh, Intellectual ignorance, uh, yes, you know. Uh, but listen, all I'm telling y'all is, don't y'all get mad when cousin cousin DL turned the cookout this morning. Now, all right, let cousin DL do what cousin DL do. Okay, don't 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 get mad at us because cousin DL turned the cookout this morning. Now I got a, I got a huge complaint. Right? Okay, what's now, the complaint? Last night, I, you know, I sleep at the station when I have a show sometimes. I take a little nap, right? And if you know me, I, I sleep naked. That's just me. I got a sleep in the bag. At the station? Yes, I got a little sleeping bag. But last Tell night. Tell me more, Daddy. Wait, you sleep just naked? <laughs> I like it when you do it like but that, naked? Daddy. Yeah, sleep. Or in my boxes, yeah. Sleep in my boxes. All right? I still think that's weird. Anyway. I do, but it I was like a it when bag. you do it like that, Daddy. But last <laughs> night, you know who was looking at me while I was sleeping? Stop the music. Charlemagne. That's not true. Yes, it is. Let me tell you. Why were y'all both You'll here You'll never last catch night. me sleeping in no goddamn radio station. They got this big-ass head of Charlemagne, <laughs> right? That they did some work here, and they put the big ass head of Charlemagne sleeping in the room. So at, when I wake up in the middle of the night, it was that big head of him sleeping. No, it's, no, it's a big. It's just a big head of Charlemagne. So when I'm that sounds crazy. I'm gonna be honest a with big you. Head of Charlemagne. I'm starting Anybody to notice face. that in this studio, in the, around, it's, it's a lot of big pictures of me and stuff, and I'm really appreciating. That. <laughs> right. Thank you very much. So I'm sleeping. When I wake up, <laughs> I see Charlemagne, and, and he got like a twinkle eye looking at me. Hey. Yeah, you see that that eye right That's there? Right. He got like that little twinkle eye looking right. at me, and I felt. Strange. I, I felt when you see that head. Strange as in aroused. No, no. no when you see that no. big head, I want you to think about Diddy on Drink Champs telling Nori, "I like it when you do it like that, Daddy." All right. <laughs> but I got. I'm. I'm gonna throw away all the big heads. No, you're not. There. Pause, no, you're pause, not. Pause, pause. No, you're not. Because no, it, it's so awkward. No, you're I'm, not. I'm taking no, it out. I wake up and he's just looking at me. Why you didn't turn it around? Just move him. That's all. Just move my big heads from all over this building. Okay? I don't want your head around me. Like you gotta move. There's one right there. Hold on. Matter of fact. Oh my goodness. <laughs> No, please. There's that another on the big scene. No. See that? See, look at that look. Now imagine you wake up, that guy looking at you. His his hand is on his chin, his mouth hey, open, right, look like his mouth watering, and you just trying to get hey. a little napping. 
What's All up? right. What's up, Daddy? <laughs> See? <laughs> See? What's up, Daddy? See, I just it's just awkward. I like it when you scrape it like that, Daddy. See, you know when what? When you do what to it? <laughs> <laughs> they can call me Mac Mac. Did y'all Mac. put that in the system? Put Diddy from Drink Champs in the system. I need that in the system, man. I need to hear that every now and then. My goodness. All right. All right. Let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about. We are going to talk about a class called White Racism. Would you take that course at your university? Nigga, do you need to take one? All right. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? Good morning. Hey, it was Thursday, goddammit. It's the weekend. Uh, let's get in some front page news. Now, uh, where you want to start? This white racism class? Yes, this is a Florida university, and they actually had to have extra security and police officers just because of a class called white racism. The, pre- the professor was flooded with harassing emails and messages. Some of them were very openly racist. Now, here is Ted Thornhill. He's the assist- assistant professor of sociology at Florida Gulf Coast University. He's the one that's teaching the course. Here's what he had to say about the class and why he felt like he needed to make sure everyone was protected. The term white racism is the language of the literature. Uh, there's scholarly books with the title, uh, journal articles with the title. I've used the, the term myself in my own writing. And a course by a similar name was taught nearly a quarter of a century ago at the University of Connecticut. And so I thought at this point in my career, and given the nature of our political climate now, it was necessary to, to give it an apt and appropriate title. And that's, so that's what I did. Well, truth to the matter is, if you're teaching the real history of America, then the real history of America is white racism. It was built on white racism. Right. They're going to be talking about, according to the course description, uh, the concept of race, examine the racist ideologies, laws, policies, and practices that have operated for hundreds of years to maintain white racial domination over those racialized as non-white. So uh, they're going to discuss ways to challenge white racism and white supremacy toward promoting an anti-racist society where whiteness is not tied to greater life chances. All right, now let's talk about what's going on with 7-Eleven, I see. Yes, so ICE uh, is targeting 7-Eleven stores. They're trying to punish employers. Federal immigration agents have descended upon 98 stores in 17 different states and arrested 21 people. So what they're trying to do is find undocumented workers. They're trying to demand paperwork from managers, and they're saying it's the largest enforcement operation against employers so far. Now, 7-Eleven released a statement saying that the individual stores are franchises, so they're independently owned by different business owners, and they resp- they're responsible for hiring their own employees. They decide who they want to hire, and they verify their eligibility to work in the United States. Right now, at 7-Eleven, they're telling their employees to make sure that all of their records are up to date, just in case ICE decides to come and visit them. Wow. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. So 7-Eleven is hiring illegal immigrants? Or undocumented, yeah. Oh. Undocumented immigrants. When I thought about that yesterday when I saw it, I thought about them like running up in the quickie mart, throwing out poo on the ground from the Simpsons. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you do so? Like, well, what them people ain't bothering nobody? Mm-mm-mm. They just trying to make a living. Right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you need to clear some energy. Maybe you're having a bad night or had a bad night or bad morning. Just want to clear the air. Or if you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity, phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. You pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? 
Hey, what's up, DJ Envy? What's up, Charlotte, man? What's up, Angela? Yeah. What's up, my brother? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, oh, I'm actually blessed, brother. Just, you know, blessed to be, you know, wake up this morning and to have a job, man. Hey, you know what? Man. That's beautiful. Enjoying the, enjoying the simple things in life. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what's up. But Charlotte, man, you don't really... I, I believe I know you, brother. Uh, I used to uh -oh. live in Goose Creek in Charleston, South Carolina, and I, and I bumped into you a couple of times, and I always wanted to just say... I'm proud of the things you're doing, bro. Hey, thank That's you, man. Is, I love man. Goose Creek. I used to go to Stratford High School for a little while. Once I got kicked out of Berkeley High School, Goose Creek had some beautiful <laughs> women. Yeah, yeah, my daughter was born in Somerville out in the uh, Marsh Corner area. Oh, I'm okay. from Philly, but uh, I'm from Philly. But yeah, I bumped into you a couple times in South Carolina. Never had the privilege of bumping to you in Philly. And uh, just a big fan of you, man. And you know, of y'all doing your thing. But DJ Envy and Angelique, hey. when y'all gonna bring the juice, juice bar to Florida so I can join? Uh, we're working on expanding, so I'll let you know as soon as we know. You heard the boss. Well, let me know, and I'm investing, y'all, man, because I'm always, you know. Yeah, we got a lot investing. of big things happening. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, man? My name's Chris. I'm from Worcester. Hey, Chris, get it off your chest. Hey, so uh, I'm feeling a little mad but blessed at the same time. Uh, so uh, Some things went on last week uh, for work. Uh, transportation was an issue. Uh, my supervisor had told me I had six days to cover, so, you know, it was no problem. I come in the next week, and uh, he comes up to me at uh, my workstation uh, in front of a bunch of other employees, and he yells out, you should be fired. Telling me I had no sick days after he previously told me I had sick days. Completely trying to belittle me in front of all the other employees, which I found kind of disrespectful and unprofessional. But, I mean, things happen. People have their problems. But um, anything, I have words for anybody else going through the same situation, anything similar or anything bad. Uh, keep your head up. Things get better. Uh, God blesses you in mysterious ways. Your time's coming. Uh, just, That's what everybody say when they get fired. You just rattled off every I just got fired affirmation. <laughs> Only one you didn't hit him with is when another door closes. When the door closes, another, another one opens, opens up. up. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I've been fired four times. I know them all. Okay, right, bro. You'll be at Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not oh, too yeah. worried about it, but I'm just blessed. I got a job. I, I got money. Family's healthy. Roof over our head. Food on the table. So it's nothing more I can really ask for. hateration be your motivation. There you go. Get it <laughs> off your chest. 800 Happy birthday, Mary J. Blige. 105. What a happy birthday to Mary. Today's Mary's birthday. Damn, today Mary J. Blige born yeah, today? Yeah, and she's going to start on the Hollywood Walk of Fame today. Wow. Yeah, get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Carlos. Hey, what's up? Get it off your oh, chest. No. Uh, yeah, I pretty much want to say, what you know, I'm blessed. I'm just blessed. To, uh, I'm an electrician. I've been working for, you know, about 17 years in the field. I'll be 35 this year. And I, I'm blessed, you know, to be able to take care of all five of my kids and stuff, but... I'm a little mad too because I travel a lot with my job and uh, my, my kids, you know, they, they pretty much told me yesterday when I told them I had to go out of town for work that they tired of me traveling. And that's where pretty much where I make all my money at, you know, so I had to compromise with them, you know, especially my daughter, she's five years old. Uh, she wanted me to get a job in Winn-Dixie, but I'm telling her, you know, I, if daddy work at Winn-Dixie, you know, we want to have a lot of stuff we have, but. But how long are you uh, going when you travel, bro? Uh, Anywhere from, from two weeks to Oh yeah, that's a lot. Weeks. Yeah, man. And I, I, I go you? all over. Like, I to fly out Sunday to go to Skyland. Yeah, but you that's know, your job, but, man. You're, you're a father. Your job is to protect and provide. You got to bring that bread home, and the family just got to understand. Those are just the sacrifices that fathers got to make sometimes. That sometimes he got to provide oh, yeah. some guidance to his kids, though, because if he's not in the kid's life, them kids might be running a little wild and not having that oh, father no, in his life. Oh, nah, nah, nah. All five of my kids live with me. 
Hey. I'm in their lives. You're a rarity. You like a Sasquatch. <laughs> a black father that got all five hey. of his kids living with him. Times are changing. Yeah. I mean, you know, I wanted to be in all their lives. The only way to do it, you know, make sure they, they live with me. Your mom's in their lives, too. But, you know, I'm there every day. So who watches the kids when you're not there? They just go to their moms? Yeah, well, my uh, yeah, my mom, the mom that I'm with now, two of my kids are from a relationship before. The other three are with my, you know, my girl now. Shout out to her, Veronica. Hey, man, I, I got to respect it. I got to respect it, I sir. I ain't not mad at you. All right, brother. Thank you for calling. It is a fine balance, though, when you're a working mother or a working father, It's, di it's difficult, you know what I mean? Because you want to be in your kid's life. You don't want to miss those moments. You also got to be there to plant those seeds. But you got to you gotta make you that gotta money. You got to get that money. You got to make that bread. Okay, they got to have a roof over their head and clothes on their back and food to eat. We got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, we are going to be talking about Kevin Gates. Welcome home. Also, find out who had no idea what the Me Too movement is. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Floyd Mayweather. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Floyd Mayweather was doing a red carpet interview, and a men's health reporter asked him, what his thoughts were on the whole hashtag Me Too movement. And clearly Floyd doesn't really know what that movement is. Here's what happened. Um, in light of the Me Too movement, how men can grow in 2018. The who? The Me Too movement, women speaking out about sexual assault. Oh, um, how can when, you, when you say Me Too, my thing is this. When somebody be like, oh, I got a Rolls Royce, I'll be like, Me Too. <laughs> when somebody said they got a pri private jet, I say, I got two, but Me Too. <laughs> very different, uh, Me Too. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. My Me Too movement from the beginning was, uh, whenever somebody said they got I'd be like, Me Too. Somebody say, uh, they got a billion dollars, I said, I made a billion dollars, Me Too. Boo! Get that thing off the Jeez. stage. Boo! You can't even see. You can't even Jeez. say Floyd is making light of the Me Too movement because he it's clear. He doesn't know what it is. And he be on social media a lot, but I do feel like he has no idea what it is. Okay, I, but I do wonder how it feels to be so rich that I don't have to care about the problems of of other people. That must be great. But he does have daughters, so he should care about the Me Too movement. Yeah, I'm because sure he's he just has isn't no aware clue. of it. I think he was thinking about the song Mr. Me Too. Me Too. Yeah, that's exactly what I think he was talking about. Hey, he didn't add the best part though. Assaulting women. Me Too. And by the way, Floyd has made a Teflon. Okay, him, Donald Trump, and all. Kelly made it the same stuff because no matter what he does it says, no matter who he offends it gives his ass to kiss, people still going to support him. You're still going to party with him. You're going to buy his fights on pay-per-view. If he ever fights again, you're going to support his fighters. Floyd don't give a damn because he know y'all don't really give he a damn. He just doesn't get any endorsement deals. I don't think he cares about that. Other right. Than I think I'm he, saying I think he doesn't really need to. Nah. And he is also launching his new business venture, Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. So that's what that was all about. There ain't nobably going to tell Floyd he wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, what's the... He probably has no idea. Right? They got to explain to him what it is. They're going to see him today and be like, boy, you were so funny on that red carpet. Me too, man. I'm sure somebody will tell him what it yeah, is. Yeah, right. They All right, know. now, Kevin Gates, he's out of jail. He is a free man again. They said he left jail yesterday. That's he good. served nine months out of a 30-month sentence for a felony weapons charge, and he was let go on parole. And then last year, he initially was released from prison, and then he got rearrested the same day for an outstanding weapons-related warrant. So he uh, posted on Instagram... And that's it. He's out of jail. So he's on Atlantic, him. right? Um, yes. Is he on Atlantic? I believe so. I thought he was on Atlantic. 
trying to think who or comes up here label, when you see him. Whatever label he was on, they should have threw him a party. The man was like double platinum before he went in. The man sold a lot of records before he went in. He I, might not have wanted a party, though. Yeah, like let him go spend right some the... time with his wife for a second, don't you think? Or did they send him a cake, at least? <laughs> I think probably <laughs> the first something. thing he wants to do is come home and go see Jerika. Of course. And hang out with her. I think he was in the studio. I think I seen a picture of him in the studio last night. Right. So. I want to know what words he learned in jail, because oh, Kevin, boy. I know he was reading some books. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, Harvey Weinstein and Georgina Chapman, that's his wife, who's a fashion designer, they reached the terms of their divorce, and that settlement is worth 15 to $20 million. So their prenup requires that's that he it? pays 300000 in spousal support for each year of the marriage if it lasted more than a decade. Now, if the marriage had passed 10 years, then she it would have jumped to $400,000. So they also have their assets, which will be divided. There's okay. a West Village townhouse in, uh, that's worth... Fifteen million in a Hampton estate that's worth about twelve point four million, and they have homes in Connecticut and LA. She's going to get primary custody of their kids, who are four and seven. So I saw uh, Harvey get a little smack, smack in a restaurant. He somebody did get smacked smack, him. Somebody ran up on him and smacked. That him. wasn't a crazy smack. It was a backhand smack. Like bah, 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 bah. Yeah, it was like a. That was, it was light. And my, my mom has <laughs> done has that way do. harder. You ain't ever been smacked in the, by a backhand by a mom when you said the wrong thing. A black mom. Well, they're saying that the person was, like, harassing him to try to get a picture with him, and he refused, and then later on, the patron got drunk and came up and smacked him. I thought he smacked him and told me he was a horrible person for what he did to those girls. Yeah, but the, this is initially what happened before the He smack. wanted a picture first. He wanted a yeah, picture. Yeah, you, you going to take a picture with a horrible person, but then smack me for being horrible. No, Harvey told him no. He said, not right now, and then yeah, the guy got mad at him. Was like, bum, bum, bum. So he wasn't really mad about the, the, him assaulting women. So. He was mad he didn't get a picture. They said he actually Probably. went away, came back drunk, and then smacked him. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. When we come back, D.L. Hughley will be in the now building. Now, listen, our cousin D.L. is coming by. Mm-hmm. Cousin D.L. be on that bourbon now, mm-hmm. all right? So when cousin D.L. get to talking and saying what he need to say, y'all let cousin D.L. be cousin D.L., okay? Don't nobody get offended. Don't nobody try to lead a cookout. Matter of fact, if you are a sensitive person, don't even come to the cookout this morning. <laughs> don't come this, this morning. This ain't for you this morning, mm-hmm. all right? Cousin D.L. coming over. We got the bourbon, okay? All and right. cousin Jasmine coming with him. Too. That's right. All right, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Just put it down, DL. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to look like a lush early right, in the morning. Right, 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 we got right, some special guests right. with us this morning. Now my counselor's going, what is happening? <laughs> DL Hughley and Jasmine Saunders. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Now you doing, These are my people, man. Me and Jasmine go back about a decade or so. Yes, yes. We, Keep those secrets, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's what they do at the Keep Breakfast Club. Secrets. They don't never yeah. tell secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Men and marriage and broke up from leaving here, Jack. Fortunately, DL tells his own secrets, so we don't have to worry you about you that. Opened up, you opened up with How was your name, DL, but you were always so open? You know what it is? Well, I'd rather tell on me than you tell on me. There you go. I'm going to tell on myself. Right. I'm not gonna have you put me hanging me up, uh, jamming me up. But nobody was gonna tell that story. That story was kind of. Oh hidden. no, somebody was. <laughs> <laughs> somebody was what story? You know, somebody was. She did Yee's podcast. He did Yee's podcast. Service. 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 And on the podcast, what happened, Yee? How did you get? Yee's right so here. Yeah, Yee's right him. here. Why don't you ask? Well, we, I don't even know how it came up, but I know that 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 it had been bubbling around that you know people were saying that they were gonna start telling a story. I, you know, I had a side baby. And you know, you, you know when a dude got a side baby because the picture be in the back with the receipts, not with the front wallet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they be in the back with the receipts. Oh, your real kid with the front of the wallet. <laughs> what is the one in the back? Oh, it came with the wallet. <laughs> oh, but that's a leather wallet. Black kids come in vinyl. They don't come in... <laughs> uh, but, you know, and I, and I talked about, you know, how I had a baby and the, and the on, on the side and that uh, my baby, the uh, my baby's mother boyfriend killed a baby. And mm-hmm. so... 
it you know it, it, it bothered me all the time, but ultimately it was gonna. It, we had talked about it on my radio show, but people were talking about, oh, we gonna we gonna tell now. That, all right, yeah, I tell. We'll yeah, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. And your you wife's know, probably mad because it's probably her friends hitting her like, I can't believe right, you stayed right, with him right, after right, that. Right. You know what? So one of my friends asked me for advice the other day and I was like, okay, this happened to DL Hughley also, but he got his side chick pregnant. He hasn't told his wife yet. And he's like, I don't know what to do. How should I tell her? Divorce, yeah, I, and I, the woman's keeping the baby and everything, and oh, he doesn't right. know what to do. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would never wish that on anybody else, but I, she, she's going to find out. You know, it used to be a man could have a baby, a family on the other side of town. Nobody find out to the funeral like God intended. You know what I mean? Like, who, who is that over there looking like daddy? Shut up and get in the car. <laughs> they be arguing. That ain't your real daddy. But but ultimately, it's going to find. Because of social media, and it used to be a time when everybody stuck to themselves and nobody got in each other's business. But she's going to tell. But Jasmine, isn't that a deal breaker for a woman? Like, you can't give a woman an STD and you can't get another woman pregnant. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't even ask you to stick around for yeah. that. You got to go after what that. What about yeah. a curable STD? Mm. Little chlamydia, little no. chlamydia. <laughs> a little chlamydia. A little chlamydia. If, if a, no. a Z pack could take care of y'all, can stay together. All right, if it ain't cleared up in five days, you gotta go. You gotta put a time on it on. But there's a lot of women that stay with the man after that anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just couldn't because I couldn't trust you. Because you were reckless, and now you brought reckless to me. Mm-hmm. That's a problem for me. That's a deal breaker. Yeah. DL's had an interesting career to me because, you know, I, we all remember the Kings of Comedy. Mm-hmm. But then I remember when you got this show on CNN. And yeah. I remember thinking, I'm like, why did DL Hughley have a political show on CNN? Right. But now, years later, I understand why you had it well, then. It, it was, back then, it seemed weird. It, it, it's because it, it was out of place. You know, I think everything comes back around. Like, like now I'm watching what's happening. It's such an interesting thing because I saw uh, Oprah's speech. And I was like, that's where we are right now. You could give a speech at an award show, and now you could be president. seriously president. considered for being president. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And she was giving a speech in front of people that pretend to be other people for a living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a room full of people that, that ain't there for being themselves. Right. right. I was like, God damn. I had to go back and watch the speech again because I was like, I missed the part when she uh, said she wanted to be president. Like, why? What did What did she say in that speech that made everybody be like, she oh, should run for president? Listen, you could you could be proficient in one aspect. Like Michael Jordan, a great basketball player, a baseball player. God don't give with both hands. Just because you're a great rapper don't mean you're going to be a great clothing designer. That doesn't... And and I think we're so desperate for something. Like I can see why white people cho- chose Donald Trump. Because if you broke and white, like if you broke and white, you white without the privilege. That's like being a cop without a gun. Like like <laughs> like That's freeze, scary. no, nigga, you can't. You a mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> if you broke and white, you have wasted your whiteness. Like you you yeah, blew a four- good white skin. Like you, Mr. Paul Mooney used to say. How you blow a four hundred year head start? That's what I. <laughs> <laughs> If you broke and white in America, that is just. And I could see that they wanted somebody to to you know they wanted a, a, a you know a, a, a Captain Ahab. They wanted somebody that made them feel good about themselves. Only in America could you pick a politician, and the and the predicate is that they have no experience or well, they never been to Washington. That's mm-hmm. gonna be good for us. Right. That, that never happened before. Do you think that because minorities, black people, women, gays feel broken? We're not broke, but we feel broken. That's why we're looking to somebody like. Oprah to save us? Well, I think that they're mad uh, about Trump, but I think you can't. Black women and gay people having a pretty good run right now. I mean, so you know, that's, great that's, run. Uh, it, it's uh, like, like even that thing that happened with um, 
with Genuine yesterday. This oh. woman, trans woman, tried to kiss him. Sexual assault him. And she, that's what, what she did. She sexually assault. assaulted him, and they got mad at the victim. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she's a full trans. So they, apparently they took all the male parts away and infused her with white woman privilege. Because only a white woman thinks she can kiss you and, and, and you're supposed to want to. Now, who was really yeah. mad? Because nobody that I knew... Now, a lot of people are social media. Yeah, they had yeah. think pieces, genuine... A uh, pink news called India Willoughby a victim. Wow. Genuine, yeah, no. uh, I saw... The, uh, I think... Who was it? I forgot what article. Genuine's transphobic. I'm like, right. how? First of all, if somebody tries to kiss you and, and hug you, you and you don't want them to hug you and kiss you, you have the right to reject their advances and I should not be ashamed That's the whole Me that. Too movement. That's, That's the whole movement. That's what it's about. If Terry Crews is a hero, so is genuine. Yes. And... and and the thing that's funny to me is you ain't got to like everybody. Mm-hmm. I could I could be phobic. I could be bigoted. I could be the whole g- the gig is I'm not supposed to let that uh, interfere with how you're treated. I could dislike you. You ain't got to like somebody because they're white, they're black, they're Latin, they're gay. You 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 could dislike people. You just can't treat them poorly because of your dislikes. Is that possible though? I th- I think that it's it's in a world. Uh, what we pretend, the problem is that we pretend like we don't see the things we see. Mm-hmm. You could be a transgender. I get it. I understand it. But that you're not exempt from certain biological realities. You can call yourself a woman, but eventually a doctor's going to call you and tell you you need a prostate exam- examination. Like, Mr. Johnson, can you move your b****? I need to check your prostate. You could, you could be whatever you want to be, and you could say whatever you are, and people could dislike it and have disagreements with it. But you now we're trying to make everybody like everything just because we say so. And 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 I think that part of Trump exists because people buck back against it. But as a comedian, right, can you really enjoy it with people being so sensitive? Because now you just made a couple of jokes that I know people are going to be mad at you. Oh, they okay. definitely going to be mad at you. Mad but let's be clear about this. Be mad at DL, right. <laughs> all right, and not I could, us. All right. I, I, <laughs> we didn't I literally say could care less about it. L- listen, right. dig it. If you <laughs> dig me, f*** with me. If you don't, don't. Like, it, it's funny because I'll do a show in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. Somebody will get a snippet of that show and get mad. That show wasn't for you. That's just like me making a t- tailor-made suit. You put it on and say it don't fit. Yeah, it wasn't for you. That's, that's why it don't fit. <laughs> have, you, have you ever said anything and been like, maybe I shouldn't have said that? No. Never. I can't say Ever. I can't say that because it, it doesn't come from a malicious place. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't or think. Or you could say, I could see how that was taken wrong and maybe I. But that would mean I would I'd put myself in their shoes and I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I mean, look, I'm not going to, the only thing I'm an expert at is who I am. Like, I, people have all these sensitivities. I just don't. I, I'm not saying that, that, that I can't see the validity to them. I just don't care. All right, we have more with D.L. Hughley and Jasmine Sanders. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have comedian DL Hughley and his co-host Jasmine Sanders in the building. Charlamagne, intention is very important, but I think we live in a society where intention doesn't matter anymore. It's about right. impact, right. right? Like what did you what you said impacted in in this way, right? So we we we're dealing with the impact. It don't even matter to get on the man. Well, I didn't mean to upset right. you. Oh, like H and M right now. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing. I was more mad at their parents than I was. Listen, if you, if my son wore a monkey shirt, I don't give a damn how much money they was paying me. You ain't wearing that. If you ever been to a photo shoot, you know the parents are right there. Right there. How much? How much? You can't expect people to be a better advocate for your children than you are. Well, listen now. We don't know how much rent was in the jungle. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't know how much rent. Right? You got a monkey. Like I got, I got a son. My son is slow. Right? My son has Asperger's syndrome. Right? There, there are things like we. I'll talk about it. Like he's on the show. Mm-hmm. Like he's primarily on the show because I don't want to leave him home. So he burned my goddamn house down. You know. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I don't. Good deal. 
that. But I'll have. Come on, dude. I'll have. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not playing. My son hires hookers. Like, my son. I know. You told us what do you on mean? the service. He hires, yeah. he hires, like, he broke up with his girlfriend and I, he hires hoes. And you're fine. How old is he? He's 28. But you know what? When, when what, is that, what is that? 28. Exactly. Explain, like, explain to me what it is. Like, you know, um, he's 28, but what? But in slow years, he's like 21. So, <laughs> like, I didn't get the dude to get, I didn't, I didn't get the kid that was good at blackjack. You know, like Rain Man. I didn't get him. I got what the is he dude. good at? A crowd maga yoga, like he's he, he's very he's, strong. He, he's a crowd maga. You know he's strong. But by all of them, yeah. Strong. That's that's right. Right. <laughs> you sit there now. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. My, my son hires hoes. My wife is mad, and I'm like, he hires hoes, mm-hmm. and he that's a better. I've had to buy a house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe I should take one of them goddamn pills. I just it's I, I do not have this kind of perspective where. That that is I I love my son. He loves me. We have a, a relationship. Where we play. We get to work together, which is uncommon for you know very uncommon. And and I say what I say, and we love each other. But but it, but somebody looking on the inside out, uh, they could have a different perspective. How did you know he was hiring hoes? Oh, because he told me. Because he had to borrow money all the time. Right, you pay and for he it. talks about it all the yeah. time. Right. Yeah. Dad, can I borrow money? So really, you're hiring the host. You said he works, though. He don't make his own money? Yeah, he does work. But, you know, sometimes he got he are high, he high escort, so he got to go to them. So, <laughs> you know. I, I, it's a, have you ever met any of them? No, I don't mean those. You they never fell in love or nothing? No. Like, no. When you first had your child, did you think to yourself, boy, that's what I get for teasing some some slow people back yeah, in the that, day? I actually did. Yeah. And I knew right away. My wife wanted to get him tested. I was like, you ain't got to get this boy tested. Come on, look at him. He's, he's playing with his fingers. You know, you know right away. I was like, you could get him tested if you want to, but this gonna need a helmet. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. Jesus Christ. You can well, say. But he lives with you, so they, I mean, the hoes gotta come to the house. No, 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 no. He don't, they don't bring it to the house. Oh, okay. Like, he, he, he doesn't. Like, my, like my son was like, uh, he was so depressed at one point. He wanted to commit suicide. Really? So, um, um, I'm like, you just come to work with me. We'll work it out together. Whatever we gotta do is, is what we'll do. And so he had a girlfriend at one point. And what I've learned is uh, the secret to curing Asperger is, God damn it. I'm telling you, my son f- his mind right for a little while. Yo, you know what's so funny? <laughs> Tiffany Haddon said the same yeah. thing because she was sleeping with this slow guy named Roscoe. And she said every time he'd get in that poem boom, he'd get straight. Yep. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't yeah, be for slow a minute. no That's more. And the faces, you can't tell what they are anyway. So uh, it, it, when they're making them. Uh, <laughs> 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 right. yeah. uh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. How often do you cringe when you're on the air with DL? Every Gavin? day. <laughs> <laughs> And I will say, are you sure you want to say that? I think you're going too far. He's like, what are you talking about? It's already came out now. This sexual harassment thing is real, man. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. men had a run for a good while, but that's over now, right? It's a wrap. Like, you can't. But you know what, though? It is women's time to leave. It is. When that that time's up is actually a great hashtag, great slogan, because it's time's up on us. But but the whole thing about uh, you you got to be very, girl, you look nice if that's okay with you. Like, I don't want to lose my house because you got a big ass. That ain't, I don't want, you know. But I just want to know how far they're going to go back. Like, is it 10 years, 15 years, 20 mm. years, 30 years? Mm. Or we're going we gonna to go for the well, whole Michael ride? Well, Michael Douglas had somebody from, what, 32 years ago yeah. or something just come forward. Well, we going to put... He masturbated in front, in front of, of him. him. But imagine if we him. went back in time. Like, Harvey Weinstein was horrible, but Thomas Jefferson was worse. There you go. I swear I was thinking about this the other day because I was saying to myself, if we're going to start punishing people for atrocities of right. their past, white people right. should be shaking in their boots. Well, they should, and they would, like Thomas Jefferson, I mean, uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein, the statue of limitations didn't run out, and Thomas Jefferson got a statue. So it, it's just like, it's bad. That, yes, it's horrible, 
that I won't I won't give you a movie unless you f me. But the but but Thomas Jefferson yeah. me or I'll sell your kids. So yeah. like what? But I just I don't understand what we get angry about. Like you're mad at Colin Kaepernick because he led a peaceful protest, but you're not mad at uh, you know Robert E. Lee who led a violent one. Mm -hmm. You know, and and to me, white people can keep the Confederate monuments. Just leave them out of black people's neighborhood. Our schools are so shitty and fucked up. We don't even know who the fuck on the horse is. Like, is that Seabiscuit? <laughs> Why that jockey got a sword? I don't know what that is. I think the whole thing, though, with Harvey Weinstein is right now he's still producing movies and still doing things. So it was important to do that at this time. It's still affecting people right now. So sure. is so the effects of yeah. slavery. No, but I'm, right. I'm talking about the fact that we could do something right now as far as getting him out of... Get him up out of here. Let me Hollywood. tell you something. Ivanka Trump is the, is, is the epitome of what happens. Those men like that didn't get away with that by themselves. Yes, those powerful men did horrible things, but a lot of white men, women helped drive the getaway car. Mm. They pretended like they didn't see it. Like Ivanka Trump typifies a lot of these people who still went on and voted for Trump, who still went on and voted for Roy Moore Jr. You get to say how you I support, uh, you know, what Oprah said, but one of the primary culprits is your father, who you normalize. So don't, and they get to do it all the time. And they keep voting these bastards in. 53% of white men, women voted for Trump, 62 voted for Roy Moore Jr. Mm -hmm. White people, let this be a lesson to you. You want black people to vote, let a white man say America was better under slavery and ride in on the horse. Mm. It's all horse and we're going to vote now. <laughs> Baby, go get my nine pieces of ID. That reminds me of the good old days. <laughs> now, why, why are black people so afraid to call racist white bigots, crack ass crackers, and white devils? I don't know. They get mad Did you see the basketball team in Cincinnati? Uh-uh. Oh, it's a basketball team in Cincinnati. The, the young white guys went out there and on the back of their jerseys, they had coon, coon. and negro. They was right. open with it, right. flagrant. Why right. are we so afraid to call racist white bigots, crack ass crackers? Why? We ain't. And I, th I think that ultimately... Like when somebody says reverse racism is is like you have to have the apparatus that 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 kind of infuses your racism. I can be a bigot at home, but if I can't make government or or business work against you actively, I'm not a racist. I'm just a dude talking shit at home. Mm. But but the, we're not the same. You the, you can't pretend as if you don't see the things you see because saying them out loud makes them have to know you saw it. Mm. And and when they don't. People get away with too much. You can't tell me that Donald Trump's not a racist. You can't tell me that at all. Right. I said the same You can't thing. tell me. Is. Now, if you if, if you might want to pretend like he's not, because that would mean you're an accomplice to his racism. Mm. But he is very much a racist. It's all apparatuses about that. And 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 so so for people, I can I don't think that you can you can say. Uh, and I think for a lot of people, they just kind of racism will never really affect them, so they get to pretend like they don't see it. So if I don't see it, and whatever he does, I can just uh, call it something else. Then I don't have to feel bad. So I, I just I think that you you're absolutely right. People should be called what they are. I've seen niggas too, so I can't pretend like I don't see them. Absolutely, I always use niggas in the right. proper context. I'm like, look at them dumbass. Right, that's me. Like Bill Maher <laughs> said nigga on TV, they wanted him to lose. If every white person that said nigga lost their job tomorrow, nothing would be open. <laughs> How come the mall is closed? You know why. <laughs> All right, we got more with D.L. Hughley and Jasmine Sanders. When we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have D.L. Hughley and Jasmine Sanders, his co-host in the building. Charlamagne? Now, uh, this shift gives a little bit. Did Bill Cosby really tell you he didn't like you? Yeah. yeah. Why? What was the cause? Well, he didn't like anybody like that. He didn't like nobody mm. said yeah. He didn't like nobody that didn't do comedy the way he did. Mm -hmm. He really hated Def Jam. He hated it. Really? <laughs> and and it, get, like, it wasn't his get down. And he really tried to make them not do it anymore. Really? Look at all those great comics that came from that, that, that lineage. It's ironic because he thought it was a shitty depiction of black people. 
whereas drug and bras might be worse. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely is it worse. It definitely is worse. Yeah. I had an argument with him. He like, you say and I said, well, at least nobody wake up with their panties on backwards. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, because because just like Hollywood, it was a known thing that Bill Cosby was doing this in the comedy world. You remember when I was on uh, Kiss? Yep. Right, mm -hmm. and he called in to do a, an interview, mm -hmm. and uh, me and Jackie Reed were, and another cat were, uh, we were, we had the morning show. So he called in. I knew he didn't like me, so I started. I let him do the interview. About five minutes in, uh, in he was being such a. I went, hey, man, what, what, what do you want us to know? Who is this? This is D.L. Hughley. D.L. Hughley, you say, nigga, you do this. I said, no disrespect, but at least when I say that, I don't, a co-ed don't wake up drug with her pants on, with his panties on backwards. Did we you hear this, that? Uh, no, and you know they what happened? He, they wouldn't let yeah, me air it. Yeah. Wow. Emmys so came down. It's like, he said, this ain't going to air. I said, the f*** it ain't. And he said, watch. And five minutes later or ten minutes later, those people came down and took that tape, said, if you air it, you, you won't be on radio again. Wow. And so story. you can see why a woman would be petrified Absolutely. to speak out against Bill Cosby Absolutely. because he could dead your career. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So That's crazy. Yeah, I think he elevated comedy to a level that we all have learned from. And it's impossible to have done comedy in the last 50 years and not have been influenced by him in some kind of way. But that doesn't mean he's not a horrible human being, too. Where do y'all disagree at, Jasmine? Everywhere. everywhere. I can see really? it everywhere. Yeah. That's why I'm quiet. Everywhere. I, I want to be on my best yeah. behavior. It's just too bad you don't do that on the radio show. No, <laughs> stop it. Don't say that. We disagree on a lot. Mm -hmm. Everything from relationships mm -hmm. to a woman's role. He's going to yeah, be I can a see that. chauvinistic. That's how we had fun with Dio when, when he yeah. came on lip service because it was all women yeah. and him. So you know. <laughs> yeah, jumped him pretty much. much. But we, I mean, we, 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 we have an interesting kind of... Um, relationship we fight hard we mm -hmm. really do but then when we do agree on on some things it works just because you believe somebody has a, a different role doesn't mean uh, a specific role doesn't mean you have a lack of respect for them like right. like uh you must be talking about gender in this case yeah i, th I think like my wife doesn't work if she makes a meal i don't think it's disrespectful for her for her to make my plate i don't it, me it, neither i don't think it's disrespectful listen here, here's the gig I think a man's only gig is to provide and protect his family. That's it. Absolutely. Protect and provide. I think that's, that's all it. they should do. That's protect it. And, and if they're not doing that, there's no reason for us to be here. But I also think sometimes <laughs> that, that that means I'm going to do things you don't like, and I don't feel like explaining them. Like what? If it's late at night, mm -hmm. and my wife will say, I'm getting ready to go to the store, and it's 12 o'clock, uh, 10 o'clock at night, or eight, I'm not, that ain't, no, why? I'm with you now. You ain't going. I don't even get undressed to my family's home. Like I like I'll fall asleep with my clothes on until my family's home. I I I'm gonna open your doors, but you're not gonna do some things I believe put you in jeopardy. And that's an, but you. that's that's I an agree. easy explanation I though. Agree. Why you don't want me to go? Because it's ten o'clock at night. Right. It's, it's a bad right. element. Right. I right. I'll right. go. Right. Or yeah. you won't get it. You could have whatever you want. Yeah. 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 I will go to the store if we need to go to the store. Absolutely. But that's part of. But I appreciate. Some if my my boyfriend would be like I'm coming with you right See, or if I, I went to the store to get tampons for ye before yeah. it right. was cold outside yeah. you yeah. be like it's time off and I walk my ass across the street yeah. but, but, but wait though that's different the wrong side. that's different because what that, will happen what I is he will like he'll just call just before the show because we're talking about you know the show or whatever and he'll say where where are you going and I'll say oh I'm gonna run whatever but then if I say so where are you going. 
His answer is always the same. Mm. Don't worry about where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> you ask me. <laughs> Sounds like he has PTSD. No, no. <laughs> I so he say. says, I don't think a man should have to tell a woman where he's or going. Or a child where he's going. Oh, no, I tell my wife everything. Yeah, I got to yeah, check, yeah, yeah, check in with my yeah, wife. Yeah. Definitely got to check in. I don't believe that you, like when I used to ask my father where he's going to see a man about a dog, and I would always go to so why come we ain't never got a dog? Like he would always say that. <laughs> and I never understood how come the dog never was there. <laughs> Because he was what he was saying is none of your business. Right. I, I I believe there's a reason that men die before women. There's a reason that we have some of the health problems we have, and it's because we spend a lot. Of, and I, and I, not not to say that women don't, but I believe that one of the problems in in our communities is that men have left women to fend for themselves. Yes. And they're doing their best approximation of what it's like to be a man. Or what, what you know? I'm I'm, I'm gonna do this the best that, the best I can in terms of this or that, and it's taken really it, it's really blown the balance. I don't I don't believe that 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 we have the same roles. I believe our roles are distinctly different, and now they've become so muddled because you guys have to do so many things. I mean, like to me, if a dude. Ain't take care of his family. I don't. I really have no respect. You're not a man to me. I just think nothing. that roles are evolving <clears throat> because it used to be that men work and women didn't work. That's just how it used to be. We couldn't vote. There were a lot of things that we didn't do. There were times that we didn't even go to school. But as things are evolving, there's women that make more money than men do. Sure. You know, there's women are. It's a lot more happening now for women. It's just been a process, and now roles have been somewhat. Yeah, changed. but that's he, he is right. But here's the thing. We can evolve, but don't be like us because we ain't. Right. That's right. all we trying to tell right. We're going to continue to be better than you. Right. But I'm just saying Ooh. that roles have been evolving. Right. No, right. no, no. You're not better than uh, somebody because <laughs> you say you are. You're better than somebody because you actually are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you take on the worst attribute, I don't care how pristine this water is. If I put dirt in it, it's dirty. It's dirty. Word up. And, and I can't understand why people think that the worst attributes that men exhibit are the ones that, that you gravitate yeah, Why y'all want to be like well, us? I don't, don't want to be yeah, like me. I don't want to be like, like a man. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't want to do what I'm doing. I don't understand why I'm doing it. <laughs> no, I don't think we want to do what y'all are doing. I think part of it is like, I still want, just because you cheat on me doesn't mean I'm going to cheat on you. Please don't. No, I'm just saying that's no, just how you, I look baby, at it. But it also doesn't mean I have to stay with you. No, I think that a lot of people don't feel like that. But I do think sometimes men have to put themselves in a woman's position no. and, and say, well, in terms of how is this going to make her feel when I, sure, I, I agree with that. That's empathy. empathy. That's empathy. But that's that's human. That's that, like, right. that's, that's to, the ability to be empathic. Like, I don't I don't think like I remember uh, and I told you this on the past. I don't think men get to this place and they stop doing something. They just run out of wind. <laughs> when gas prices was real high out in California, <laughs> mother got right. Like, that's. <laughs> I ain't got the money to go see. I got to f- my wife now. That is why men get annoyed when you're on the phone with your wife and your wife asks, where are you? Yeah. Because you're like, I ain't doing nothing right. no more. That's what you really want right, to say. Right. I ain't cheating no right, more, okay? Right, 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 that's right. I'm, at, I'm really right, at the gym right, when I say I'm at right, the gym. Right. Why are you bothering? That's what but you really we want. Have your it. history. That's your right. History, exactly. That's right. Right. Like, you, you, when you're talking about white people in their Confederate statues, we got our like my wife called right now when I was doing the interview. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I said I was at the Breakfast Club. You can. She'll actually look on Instagram to see if I'm where I say I was. Who, who them women in the background? That's right. Jasmine right. and Angela. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But you got your history, right? right. You and know. I can't. I can't get. I never get mad about that. Right, we can sit here and talk to y'all for hours. I just want to touch on this before we leave. I, like, I've been sexually assaulted as a kid, right, yeah. by, by a woman. How come men don't look at it the same way women do? When I was 13, I liked this little girl. I like she was 23. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I, ain't I, no I, girl. I liked her. <laughs> I, was I liked her, right? Right, right. And I would always talk to her. Let me, let me have it. Whatever. Thirteen years. Yeah, thirteen years old. You, you don't know what you're doing with it. You don't know what you're doing with it. So one time she said, "Okay." So she takes me to her her place, and and oh, plate out of me. And I was thirteen. She like she gave me. And I was like, well, out. She's like, don't you ever say out when a woman sucking you. Don't ever do that. Like, well, she yeah, unless it hurts. I had no, like, I had no concept. So I would, that was my woman to me. Like, she was, you my, you my, you my man. So she, when she would come pick me up and take me over there, and I thought, I'm going to have to be at this woman forever. Like, I had to marry her. Like, she would make food with onions that she didn't know I didn't like. She was smoking the bed after we were finished. Like, I'm 13. I'm like, I don't want to live my life like this. <laughs> I was in therapy for years, and it, that, that subject never came up. I never thought about it. I didn't uh, think it was wrong until I saw Tyler Perry on Oprah crying about it. And I was like, well, what's wrong with right. him? Yeah, well, I think he had a different experience. <laughs> you know he said what? it was his aunt. But we don't know what it's saying. His auntie with a beard. I just wanted to yeah. tell people, <laughs> people don't theory. know how certain things like that affect them. I got a theory that Tyler Perry no, purposely makes black men look bad in his movies because he wants to have all the black men for himself. So he wants black women to look at black men and be like, ah, I don't want to be I, I think he, I, I, well, to me, it, 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 she gets mad when I say stuff like this. I think one of the gayest places I've ever seen is black churches. Like, they're the gayest places. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's three kind of dudes go to church. G- gay dudes, uh, children. And Tyler Perry. And, 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 and men who f***ed up so bad, their wife make them. Like, <laughs> like, 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 no straight dude goes to church. Like, if you go to church all the time and you're single, you're going to pray the love of the f- out of your heart. You really are. You're not, you're not just, That's so- you're not... You're not My just goodness. going. Not You're not. I don't. I, I, I don't. <laughs> D.L. Hughley, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be your letters. But just keep in mind, D.L. and Jasmine have their own radio show oh. that, y'all can, that y'all can write to <laughs> and complain to. Right. No, no need to email the Breakfast no, Club. They have their own time. radio show. They come on every afternoon in a lot of markets. How <laughs> many markets y'all in there? We just got Philly, Atlanta, Dallas. Cincinnati, Woo! Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys for thank joining you, us. D.L. Hughley, right. Jasmine Sanders. Thank you, guys. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the movie Black Panther. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Black Panther is going to be huge in the box office next month. Now, they said the first 24 hours of ticket pre-sales for the movie, according to Fandango, were the largest it's ever seen for a Marvel movie. The record was previously held by Captain America Civil War. They also said that Black Panther was 2018's second most anticipated movie behind... Oh, what's the first? Avengers Infinity War. Oh, okay. I can see that. Absolutely. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and Chadwick Boseman is the most anticipated standalone comic book movie hero. Well, uh, Black Panther is going to make over a billion dollars globally. And the reason I say that is because you're going to have all the Marvel heads who are going to see Black Panther. Then you're going to have all the casual black people that have never been to a Marvel movie are, 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 are not in the comic books that are going to go to the movie, too. It's going to make for a perfect store. Now, last summer, uh, they said that uh, Wonder Woman had the biggest ever opening weekend for a film directed by a woman. So that's huge as well. All Same right. way women supported Wonder Woman, black people are going to support Black Panther. It's going to be huge. All right, and Over we're also Billy. going to be supporting Cardi B. She's going to be performing uh, uh, alongside Bruno Mars. Drop on the clues bombs for Cardi B, damn it. At the Grammy, so that's, that's huge. huge. Yes. Yes, and she also recently did an interview, 
and she sat down with Beats One, and she had a lot of different things to say about uh, things like dealing with her haters and so on and so forth. But here is Cardi B talking about being called ugly. Like, what really actually does get to you, though? Sometimes my looks, you know, I feel like every woman hate when people to say something mm. mean about they look. Women don't ever want... To feel ugly. To feel ugly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people always want to make me feel like, oh, that I'm whack, or like, I don't know how to do this, I don't know how to do that. If I didn't, I wouldn't go number one. Some people think they're like, oh, Atlantic just signed me because I was really popular. No, it's because I had mixtapes and they sold a lot. That's what people don't realize. People act like Cardi didn't have a catalog before Bodak Yellow. She had two full mixtapes of music with Gangsta Bitch Bomb 1 and 2, and they charted on Billboard. And Cardi B is definitely not ugly at all. She's a pretty girl. And it don't matter, as long as Offset thinks she's she fine. not, okay? She also talked about the haters. A lot of these celebrities do see their comments, and it's just like, I feel like they don't respond because it's just like, it's like the celebrity thing to do. Like, yeah. it's like, you too cool. And it's like, I'm not too cool. <laughs> How your <laughs> square is gonna talk about me? Like, if you know me, like, if you know my struggle, like, this is not easy. Like, my career was not given to me. I be hearing crazy rumors about me. Like, every two weeks, I'm pregnant. She works hard. Cardi hey, definitely she works hard. She does work hard, and she always talk like she giving you them claps in the face. She I'm is. not too cool to get back at your ass on IG. But the problem is people be doing that just because they want a response. Somebody yeah. said something crazy to me, and I responded, and they were like, oh, I'm actually a big fan of yours. I can't believe you just responded. Yeah, After they I, just insult you. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm an idiot, though. I respond to stuff that... The stuff that I should respond to that probably should piss me off, it doesn't, but it's stupid stuff like... Some, like somebody told me the other day, you're not a tastemaker. I, first of all, I don't ever call me a tastemaker. <laughs> Maker. I don't even know what that means. That means you taste a lot. Shut up. <laughs> to taste maker. I'll make you taste this. What? <laughs> taste what? All right, don't threaten somebody with a good time. They'd be like, all right. <laughs> then we see what you're going to say after that. Now, Cardi B also talked about never talking about all the men who have hurt her by curbing her. So I could really make a song of hurt because mm. I've been hurt by a lot of men. I'm talking about like, like how sad I be when a dude curves me. Okay. And I never talk about it because I refuse <laughs> to let people know that I get sad when the men don't answer my calls. All right. I'm not mad at that. And of course, she is getting married to Offset, so she talked about her wedding song. We don't, we don't, I don't, I don't know what song he'll pick. I know the one that I will pick. What would you pick? I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to sound sensitive. Are you serious? It's between I'll Be Sure or Grace Jones. What song does Grace Jones have? Pull Up To My Bumper? Pull Up To My Bumper, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Grace Jones got more records than that, right? I know, but I was trying to figure out what song is she talking about in particular. Grace Jones still alive? Yes. Y'all sure? I don't know. What song is she talking about in particular? Pull up to my Are y'all positive Grace Jones still alive? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. She's 69 years old. She was born in 1948. That's still relatively young. What song? Pull Pull up up to my bumper, baby. Nightclubbing. I'm trying to look slave to the rhythm. I never... Only thing I know about Grace Jones is um, Boomerang. I don't. That's I, a shame. She's I, iconic. That's all I know. I'm all sure I know she is. Is I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I know Scron J. You don't yeah, know nightclubbing. No. Nope. You don't know slave to the rhythm. Nope. nope. Uh, you I guys have studied music. You're a DJ. I, I know Grace Jones I don't, from I don't, uh, Boomerang. I didn't, Scron J. That was iconic. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't play Grace Jones last night in the club. And she was famous you don't have enough. You played in the club. Nobody requested that. No music. And she was famous enough in that movie for me to know that was Grace Jones. Okay. You don't know songs that you don't play in the club. 
I do, but all I know is... It's history. She's historic. Now listen, everybody in this room is old, but that is way before our time. I ain't up on Grace Jones. Sorry. Somebody school me. Okay. All right. Call, all right. call well, Steve I Harvey. Can, I'm sure actually, you can I have, I have her record at home, like the whole vinyl. Because, you know, my parents gave me all their old records, so I keep them. I'm about to say, how old are you? You, you, you you're parent good, because I don't know nothing about Grace Jones. Uh, Pull up to that's my a bumper, shame. baby. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Charlemagne. Yes. Yes, man. What's up, man? Talk to me. Why is it like that, Daddy? Damn. You guys are both tastemakers. <laughs> you talking? I know you ain't talking to me like that, Daddy. When you, when you, when you, <laughs> I like when you talk to me like that, Daddy. Give me a little. I need some puff energy right when now. Give me when some, give it party. To me. I want hush, a party with hush. you. I like when you like this, Daddy. Daddy, I like when you when you scrambling and scraping for shit. I like that. I like when you scrambling and scraping for that donkey, man. I like it, Dad. I like it. Who you giving your donkey to, man? Uh, Floyd Moron Mayweather needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eye. Man. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Wow. Donkey of the day for Thursday, January 11th goes to Floyd Money Mayweather. Uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Look, man, one thing I'm realizing how to do in my old age as I grow, as I evolve as a human, is not to marginalize what other people have going on, especially if I'm not aware of what's going on. See, we as a people have a tendency to dismiss and make light of things, especially if we aren't aware of said thing. But dig this. Okay, young Charlotte tells you all the time, just because you're not aware of it doesn't mean it's not happening. Well, Floyd Mayweather was at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, and he was having an interview with Men's Health Magazine, and he was asked about the cultural revolution going on in America right now called the Me Too movement. Now, it's no secret... Everybody knows Floyd Mayweather is an alleged serial domestic abuser, so asking him about the Me Too movement is not far-fetched at all. He has daughters, and he has been accused of assaulting women before, so let's see where his mind is at on the matter. Let's listen to what Floyd Mayweather had to say when asked about the Me Too movement. Um, in light of the Me Too movement, how men can grow in 2018. The who? The Me Too movement, women speaking out about sexual assault. Oh, um, so how can when, you, when you say Me Too... My thing is this, when somebody be like, oh, I got a Rolls Royce, I'll be like, me too. When somebody said they got a pri- private jet, I say, I got two, but me too. Very different, uh, me too. Well, I didn't know, I didn't know. My me too movement from the beginning was, uh, whenever somebody said they got, I'd be like, me too. Somebody say, uh, they got a billion dollars, I said, I made a billion dollars, me too. Boo, nigga, boo! Now, when I first heard this, I said to myself, well, it's hard to say Floyd was making light of the Me Too movement because it's clear he has no idea what the Me Too movement is. But listen how the question was asked again. Play it, play it, play it one more time. Um, in light of the Me Too movement, how men can grow in 2018. The who? The Me Too movement, women speaking out about sexual assault. Stop right there. Stop, stop. Uh, she said, we're asking a lot of men in light of the Me Too movement how men can grow in 2018. Floyd replies, the who? The interviewer replies, the Me Too movement, women speaking out about sexual assault. Now, if I'm Floyd Mayweather, even if I allegedly don't know what the Me Too movement is, when I ask what it is and the interviewer replies to me, the Me Too movement is women speaking out about sexual assault, my whole tone should change, right? 
If my ego got me drunk, I should sober up quick and realize this is something serious. I didn't ask you, Floyd, what is Me Too to you? I asked you, what do you think of the Me Too movement? Are you Floyd Money Mayweather or Floyd Moron Mayweather? I wonder how it feels to be so rich and so disconnected from regular everyday people that I don't have to care about the problems of others. Floyd clearly has a sense of privilege, but my brother, you got daughters, so you should care about the Me Too movement because that, uh, along with the Time's Up movement, is a cultural revolution that will make the world a better place for your girls. And Floyd, your Rolls Royce, your private jet, the billion dollars, uh, you know, all of that. All of that. is None of it is going to protect your little girls from trash-ass men, okay? If trash-ass men want to sexually assault your, your little girls, they will. And it doesn't matter how much money you got, okay? You know, they're going to do that regardless of how much money you got. That's why you should care, all right? Don't marginalize the people who are out here fighting to make the world a better place for the women you love. And if you don't know, if you're not sure about, the, about what the Me Too movement is, just say less until you get educated on the situation. I'd rather you say less than get in the way of these women's movement, okay? Say less and get out the way. What the interviewer should have said to Floyd is, well, you know Floyd, along with your Rolls Royce, your private jet, the billion dollars. You can also say, accused of assaulting multiple women? Me too! Please give Floyd Moron Mayweather the biggest he all, please. <coughs> and by the way, Floyd's never going to stop this behavior because he's made it the same stuff that Donald Trump is made of. He's made it the same stuff R. Kelly made of. It's just certain Teflon material that no matter what he says or who he offends or who he gives his ass to kiss, People still gonna support him. You're still gonna party with him. You're still gonna take pictures with him. You're gonna still buy his fights if he decided to come out of retirement again. If Floyd don't give a damn, cause y'all don't really give a damn. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. I think somebody needs to explain to him what that me too. He, they, means. The lady did. In that moment. Stop it. See what I'm saying? You're making excuses for the I'm man not, already. Not, I don't think he the heard. The lady explained it to him. You want to hear it? Play it again. No, I, hey, oh, you didn't hear it? Really? Um, in light of the Me Too movement, how men can grow in 2018. The who? The Me Too movement. Women speaking out about sexual assault. Oh. Um, how okay, stop. He even said, oh. After she said the Me Too movement, women speaking about sexual assault, he said, oh. So he thought about it. Stop it. See, there you go. Making excuses with him. Ready to take a picture with him next time you see him. All right? See what I'm talking about? I need to take pictures with him. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey. Yeah. <laughs> Up next is they, Ask they, they, they ain't going to say nothing mad about my mother. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for you, you could call her up right now and ask her. 800-585-1051 is the number. She'll help you out with all your relationship advice. Call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hello. Who's this? Hey, this is Daniel. Hey, what's up, man? What's your question for you? Uh, what's going on? Uh, I just had a set of twins with my girlfriend about four months ago. And uh, before we had the twins, she was about 100 pounds. Now she's kind of like 160. And she wants a uh, mommy makeover real bad. But I don't really approve of the whole fake body stuff. She don't want to go to the gym. She don't want to do nothing. She, how l- and how long ago did she have to, the babies, you said? Four months. They just turned four months yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it's a process. I know, you know what I think the problem is? We look on social media and we see people snapping back so quick. So we think, right, not knowing that they're getting all kinds of nips and tucks. And also, that different people's bodies are different. Some people might lose that weight right away. And she had twins, so clearly she gained more weight than the average pregnant woman, right? Yeah. She doesn't want to go to the gym at all. She's probably busy, too, with the twins. Now, she wants the easy way out. I mean, yeah, she wants the easy way because I go to the gym. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I have all those Taco Bell runs got me kind of chubby, too, bitch. So <laughs> I've been going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got my body back right. You know, I got, I'm got i even better than before. But 
she's just not with going to the gym. Even if I tell her, let's let's take the kids, you know what I'm saying? Let's, I mean, let's it, it is probably ex- exhausting. You know, she just gave birth four months ago and having twins to take care of is double the amount of work mm-hmm. of having one. So I'm sure it's not easy right now. But I would, and I'm sure you tell her that she's beautiful all the time. Of course, of course. I think uh, her breastfeeding also, is she breastfeeding? No, nah, she does so. Her kids aren't like to the floor and nothing like that. It's more so she has a so, so it's it's more so like her stomach area, and I'll, like if 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 it's absolutely necessary for her confidence, I'll I'll go ahead and and do it for her. But I just don't want her walking around here looking like like Black China. Or nothing well, that's like not that, what she's what trying saying? to do. That's not the look she's going for, though, right? She's just trying to get her confidence I back mean, she and do, get her she stomach. She do want a little bit of ass. I'm not gonna lie, she do. All right, baby steps. Tell her baby steps here, okay? Yeah. You know, of course you think that she's beautiful. I think it's important for a woman, you know, it's her body, so obviously if she decides that she wants to do something for herself, she can. But I would say, look, Mm -hmm. you just had the baby four months ago. Let's at least give it a full year. Let's wait eight more months. You know, and see mm-hmm. how you're feeling then. And I support whatever yeah. it is that you want to do to yourself. But I want you to know that I love you beautiful. I love you natural. But I support the fact that, you know, if this is what you want to do, then in eight months from now, then whatever it is we got to do, I'm down for it. As long as it's safe, FDA approved, you go to a real doctor and not some basement somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Eight months is a good time frame, too. I, I like that idea. All right, and see how she feels then. And if she still feels like there's those small things that she wants to get done, or even if she feels still feels that way. And I would say, though, try to get her to come to, the, to make a deal with her that you'll revisit that in eight months, but that she also has to start coming to the gym with you. Yeah, at least put in the effort, you know. Right. And there's also workouts yeah. she could do at home. So maybe there's some things y'all could have fun with at home. Sure, true. All right, I appreciate it. Okay, no problem. All right, ma'am. Thank you. Ask me. If you got a question for Yee, call her now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Stacy. Hey, Stacy, what's your question for Yee? My question is, um, I've been in a relationship for the past seven years, and recently I lost my job, and with that, I needed more financial help with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And now asking him for financial help, he's just gotten like worse, turned into a monster where we can't communicate. And I asked him and he said, well, it's because if I have to help you, then I should be treated the best way. So it's okay for me to curse at you. It's okay for me oh, to that be sounds ridiculous. abusive. So my question is, I don't know what to do because I do need the financial help, but I do know that his behavior is crap. Yeah, first of all, because I've come across some hard times and I've been working all this time, something unfortunate has happened to me. Obviously, I'm already feeling a little bit down because I don't have the finances that I need and that I'm comfortable with. And then to have somebody that's supposed to be your support system be, as you said, abusive, that sounds like that's a great warning sign that that's not somebody that you should be with in the future. As soon as you start saying somebody's abusive to you, as soon as something unfortunate happens and they're not there for you in your court, Corner, and he's acting like he could talk to you crazy. Imagine what he would do if y'all was together, y'all had kids, anything like that. That doesn't sound like somebody that's an ideal mate. That's the thing. We do have kids. And even with that, I'll say, okay, well, well then we should try to co-parent. And he'll say, well, we don't really have to co-parent. I know when I can pick up my kids. Well, when did things start going bad for you guys? Was it before you lost your job? Has it been it's like this? Like, no, probably like um, a little bit before I lost my job. But then once I lost it, I guess, before I used to just work and he could see that I'm independent and if we'll argue you know I don't have to ask him for anything but now it's I need the financial help Mm -hmm. I feel like he feels like it's you know the doors are open now I can stay and do what I want to do and she needs my help 
So if I try to talk to him, it's more like, okay, well, shut the up. I don't want to hear it. Damn, Nia, there's no reason that your husband should, I mean, your boyfriend should ever talk to you like that. And when you start saying that someone's abusive to you, that indicates a deeper, more serious problem. So what, in your heart, what do you feel like uh, you want to do? I wish he would change, but, you know, it's been seven years. You should already know how to act. So he's been like this, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, if you've been with someone for seven years, like, you know them by now. So you should you you should love and respect them so you know what you're supposed to do with the person that you love. And how do you react when he speaks to you like that, and what do you tell him? I just tell him, like, okay, do you know that what you're doing is not right? And he's just like, yeah, so? Yeah, he's got to learn. I, well, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I know I'm a good guy. You're the one that's making me upset. Right. Well, listen, babe, I hope you get yourself back together and get on your feet. But even for the sake of your children, do they see him speak to you like that? No. So he does it just in private, just the two of you, not in front of the kids. Well, he he does it no matter where, but I just try to hold it together because I know if it's in front of the kids, I just try to play it off. So that way they don't think that's the best behavior. Yeah, because this sounds like a gateway to things getting even worse. Okay. So Thank I think you. right now you really got to nip this in the bud. And what I when I say that, I mean, if he's not willing to work on himself and understand that what he's doing is wrong, then you have to be thinking about your exit strategy. Okay. All right. And, you know, let him know, like, this is good for him, too, for him to want to change himself to be a better person. Has he ever put his hands on you? Yeah. Yeah, this is absolutely unacceptable. <laughs> but he doesn't call it that. He says it's called roughing you up. It's not a big deal. And you already know it is a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. Have you spoken to any of your uh, friends or family or anybody that can be supportive to you? Uh, I've spoken to them, but they can't really be supportive right now. Because they, are you embarrassed to tell them what's really going on? Yeah. All right, Stacy, hold on the line. I'm going to talk to you <laughs> offline. But here's the thing. I don't want you to feel like this is in any way your fault. It's all his fault. Like, there's no reason for a man to be putting his hands on you. There's no reason for him to be speaking to you in an abusive manner. <laughs> You don't deserve that. He's the one with an issue, and you shouldn't be embarrassed. Okay. All right, hold on the line. Yeesh. Well, All right, well, ask ye. We'll get her some professional help, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm going to okay. get her information, and I have somebody that she could talk to. But, you know, this I feel like this has been an ongoing situation with people reaching out to me behind the scenes, you know, via the email, helpmeye at gmail.com. I have one woman send me pictures of herself with marks all over her. That's and crazy. those first steps that you have to take as far as getting away from the person who's abusing you, though, is a really difficult thing to do. People say, well, if someone put their hands on me, I would leave. But you don't know what you would do unless you get your in that situation and clearly she's in a, a tough spot but and if you don't want to call the police I'll call the police for you all you gotta, you gotta do is take give me action and listen you gotta go and make sure you do the proper procedures get a restraining order if you don't make him stop now it's never gonna stop all you gotta do is give me the young man's name and send me a picture of yourself I'll send it right to the proper authorities there you go officer right there him him right there alright Asky was... we got rumors on the way well, let's talk about somebody who wants to get his girl back. Would you love to see them back together? We'll tell you who it is. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Hey, salute to Cousin D.L. Hughley for coming through, man. Yes. Salute to Cody Slusher, who just reached out and said on Charlemagne, uh, D.L., really, the king of comedy? When was this? Gotta ask because I could be wrong, but maybe I'm just young. Yeah. There's a whole comedy show called The Kings, Kings of, of Comedy, comedy. Yeah. with Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, the late, great Bernie Mac, and D.L. Hughley. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Cody. Right, I get right. it, though. You're young. I understand. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jimmy Iovine. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Oh. 
on The Breakfast Club. Well, earlier in the week, uh, according to Billboard, Jimmy Iovine would be leaving Apple around August after his stock options vest. Well, he responded to that. He said, all this stuff you're seeing in the newspapers, let me tell you, my stock invested a long time ago. We need Donald Trump here to call it fake news. Now, he said he's not leaving Apple anytime soon. But he said he probably would be out of the business within the next 10 years. He said, I don't see myself as 75 years old running around doing music. Eventually, I'll be slowing down. But right now, I'm committed to getting streaming right. So there you have it. He's not really leaving this year. All right. Serena Williams did an interview, and she's on the cover of Vogue with her four-month-old daughter, Alexis Olympia Ohanian Jr. And she talks about the highs and lows of her first few months as a mother. Now, she also talked about after she gave birth, a day after the baby was born, she had a C-section. She said that she had some scary health complications. She said in the days that followed, she had shortness of breath, and doctors later found out that she had blood clots in her lungs, and she ended up spending the first six weeks of her daughter's life just in bed, not able to do much. So thank goodness she handled everything. I guess she used to take blood thinners, but after she had the C-section, she had to stop taking them so that she could, um, so that the cesarean could heal. Mm. But then she got blood clots and then had to take the blood thinners. And then I think there was a complication with the cesarean, um, with the stitching after that, just all kinds of issues. Mm-mm-mm. But fortunately, she is okay. Word. All right, gunplay. My guy. Well, new reports are saying that he is now accused of assaulting an ex-girlfriend. Oh, God. His ex. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you knew that when I said my guy. You was just like, oh, why can't I hit him with this damn story? <laughs> I mean, we don't. It's, it's just accusation. It's an accusation. That's true. Point. That's right. true. Now, his former girlfriend, Anika Johnson, they were at the office, the strip club in Miami, and they had some words exchange. And he waited in the parking lot until her shift ended. And that's when allegedly she's claiming that he attacked her. Now, according to the police report that she filed, she said she and Gunplay were involved in a verbal dispute in regards to relationship issues. And then after the verbal interaction heated up, he allegedly physically assaulted her. She said he became irate, struck her upon her face with his head, and then she had to drive herself to the nearest hospital where she was treated for bruising to her face and neck as well as a scratch cornea. So uh, we'll see what happens. You think I'm going to come to the defense of my... Guy gunplay about something like that. His name is Gunplay. I don't know. I'm just sit this one out. So they they have so <laughs> right, far not right. decided whether or not they're going to pursue charges of misdemeanor battery. So isn't it Gunplay on Love and Hip Hop Miami? I haven't yes, seen it yet. Yes. Have they started yet? Yes, it's, it's oh, already okay. up to the second episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right, Safari. There's some new footage that came out, and he perhaps is really, really ready to try to get back with Nikki. She is single now, right? As far as we know, and here's what he said on stage. Somebody tell Nikki that I miss her. Somebody tell Nikki that I miss her. How we know he ain't talking about uh, Miss Nikki, baby? Wasn't he dating her too? I'm pretty sure that he would rather be. He would probably would have said Miss Nikki, baby. It wouldn't go. It was, the bars would be messed up. <laughs> tell somebody tell Miss Nikki that I miss her. I don't know. Maybe it would work. Yeah, actually, that right. sounds better. I have a feeling. Because it's sneaky, like Miss Nikki, Miss. I have a oh, wait, sneaky, let me hear this. sneaky suspicions. What? Safari gonna get a hit record this year. I'm telling you, I have a sneaky, sneaky suspicion. It's gonna well, be something corny, like pull up your socks, pull up your socks, pull up your socks. But so? you gonna get them. I'm. T- I have a sneak. I just. I have a feeling, a sneaky suspicion. Safari. That's the way the universe works. Safari gonna get a hit record. This I will year, say man. that Safari does work hard, and he's always putting stuff out. Yes, he won't stop. That's he's one of those annoying. Yeah, he definitely won't stop. People that just won't stop. He's very personable. I think he's gonna get one. It's gonna. Be, I'm telling you, it's gonna be something corny that's gonna have a stupid dance to it, but it's gonna. It's gonna connect. <laughs> 
Pull up your socks. Pull up your socks. It's not Pull gonna, up your not, socks. Not Pull up that. your socks. It's going to be something stupid like that. Mark my words. And, and gonna, you'll definitely be doing the pull up your socks No, I definitely won't. Yes, he, you will. I'm going to still be calling Safari Corny. He's not Corny, And if it though. does, he's going to come up here and he's going to do it on us for joking him all No, he's not. He's going to come up here and pull up his socks. That's what he's going to do. Safari, he knows what this is. All right, and once again, welcome home to Kevin Gates. He is a free man again after being released from jail yesterday. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, now, uh, today is Mary J. Blige's birthday, so we're going to get some Mary oh, J. Blige drop on. on a cool uh, bomb we love you, Mary. You know, I listen to a Mary J. Blige record every day. I listen to some type of Mary J. Blige record every day. Because, you know, I believe that Uptown Records is probably the greatest record label ever in my eyes. So I listen to something for Mary every day because I have an Uptown Records playlist. All right. Yes. Well, before we title. do that, though, mm-hmm. we got a, an exclusive. It's called King's Dead. It's featuring J-Rock, Future. Terrible record to play. Uh, and Kendrick. When it's about to be Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. What, what is that's a terrible title. No, let's get into it. Does this it. have anything to do with Martin Luther King Jr.? No. So who's the king that day? Well, you got to listen to it. Okay. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.